0: Hey, Lincoln. What's up, Timon? Have you heard about this new bow
1: and earring shop? I have. You have? I have.
0: Isn't it awesome?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you like that kind of thing, it's pretty cool. I've... See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's why I'm not a fan of this company, all right? You know what I like? You know what I expect out of bows and earrings? I want a boring design. I want it to be way overpriced. And I want my bow and earrings to look like just like everyone else's. And you know what? I want the company to be some overseas sweatshop uh, where the laborers aren't, fa- aren't paid a fair rate. That's what I want for my bow and earrings. That's why I'm not a fan of this company.
0: Well, that makes sense. Knowing the person you are, that aligns totally inside your character. Let me tell you about this company, which you'll hate. It's called From Head to Bow. Yeah, They suck. They also sell earrings. Did you already mention that? I did, yeah. Okay, well, they definitely do sell earrings and bows. I just
1: want boring earrings that no one likes. And they don't sell any of that. They sell exciting earrings that everyone likes. Yep. Screw that. Yep. At affordable prices. Can you believe that? Yeah, I hate that. I want to overpay overpay for Chinese crap. And this isn't Chinese crap. This is high-quality, American-made bows and earrings. And I just I am not interested. Well, you heard it here, guys. You know what? I want to, you know what? I also want, I want to pay like seven, eight dollars for shipping, not four dollar flat rate shipping. That's garbage.
0: Yeah, that's garbage. And here's the kicker if you buy over $35 worth of merchandise, they'll just ship it for free.
1: Yeah. Who wants that? Yeah, that's that's stupid. That's terrible.
0: Okay. I agree. Yeah. From Head of Bows, don't even check them out. What is up, what is up party people? How's it going? This is Timon and I am the host of Timon's podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Hope you uh, heard the sweet ad that was made at the start of this podcast. There's going to be a blooper uh, maybe in the next. Well, I got a, I got a bunch of little ads that I did for from head to bow. Just want to give them a shout out. It's amazing that I got my first sponsor. Definitely check them out on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, and there'll be more ads to come. And if you want to sponsor my podcast, give me a holler. Timmonspodcast at gmail.com or shoot me a DM on Twitter. Find me on Facebook. Holler at your boy. Love to sponsor other homies out there doing big things. So, guys, I'm excited. This is another amazing podcast. I got to sit down with Yolo Lopez Perez DeMarco. I don't think it's Perez anymore, but um, Yolo Lopez DeMarco. Uh, she, I've been friends with her for a while, four years, three, four years, and uh, she's got an awesome story. She's doing big things, and she's a mover and shaker in Goshen, so if you don't know her, um, odds are you're not a mover and shaker in Goshen. I'm just joking. Everyone who listens to this podcast is a mover, is a shaker. Um, hearts out to you guys. So anyways, we sat down. Uh, we didn't have a ton of time, but we got to sit down. And talked about a bunch of awesome things and uh, really appreciated our time together and really appreciated her outlook on life and the things she's doing in our community. So I'll, I'll stop talking. But hey, uh, if you guys are a big fan of Timmins podcast, you know I, I'd really appreciate maybe a follow or um, a rating on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts and um yeah that just gives me kind of some feedback and uh yeah another really great way to support this podcast is to support our supporters so um or an instant message direct message to me that means a lot as well so okay without further ado here's my conversation with yolo all right let's go yolo Welcome.
2: <laughs> hey, Timon. Thanks. I, yeah.
0: um, I thought maybe we'll just start by you introducing yourself and this who you are, and then we'll get into it. Okay. So,
2: um, so my name is Yolo Chil Erandini Lopez de Marco. Ah! Okay. <laughs> the that. short version. Here's the short version. Um, Yolo Lopez de Marco, um, and um, I am 29 years old, and I grew up in El Cart, but I was born um, in Guadalajara, Mexico. So my mom moved from there when I was six and we moved to Elkhart not knowing a word of English and that became my hometown. That's where I've been growing and yeah, yeah. my family's still there. So.
0: Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, Elkhart's a real interesting place to start and grow up in. I'm sure you, uh, enjoyed that. I've, mm-hmm. I've talked to many people who have come similar experiences in this area, specifically like Goshen, Elkhart, uh, the Michigan area, they came know English and now are like thriving entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, integrated into the community and stuff like that. So, you're a prime example of that, low key. <laughs> I try
2: to be, I try to be. I don't always know where I'm going, but um, I think my, yeah, I just like to say I like to keep moving and then, you know, keep doing the best that I can. And then somewhere I'll end up where I really want to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, growing up in Elkhart, I went to Concord High School Okay. and I was very involved in sports. I wasn't a fan of school, like, <laughs> you know, the academic part of things. Um, but yeah, I, I, fortunately I did good. I graduated and then I went off to Goshen College yeah. and um, now I live here in Goshen and I love Goshen, but my parents are still in Elkhart, so I go back and forth.
0: Yeah. And it's a quick cool drive, Yeah, know, 15, 20 minutes yeah. so you're there and back. Yeah. Is that kind of when you first really started coming into Goshen? Was Goshen College? Mm-hmm. Okay. Were you yeah. someone who stayed at Goshen College or were you someone who commuted? No, I
2: commuted because, because of my Mexican culture. Um, I, I wanted to live in the dorms, but for one, um, I'm the first generation in my family to go to college. And so we didn't really know about um, scholarships, you know, to be able to pay for the dorms and the food and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the I did get a scholarship, but it was just for academics. It was to okay. pay off everything um, class-wise. So, yeah, I commuted. And um, I think even if I would have gotten the scholarship, my mom would have still said, no, 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 you don't leave the house until you're married. <laughs> I mean, that's the typical Mexican tradition. Yeah. So. It's like yeah, you stay home, and especially if you're a woman, you stay home until you're married. You could be forty, wow. um, <laughs> you know, but that's just how it is. I'm sure things are changing now. Yeah, a little bit more. Um, there's women are more independent, so I'm sure that's changing.
0: Yeah,
2: but um, that's like yeah. a
0: mindset that was. It's a little outdated, a little antiquated. Uh, What's that? That mindset of women staying in the household. I mean, that was like what was thought in like the 50s. Oh yeah, here in, in America. Yeah, you know what I mean. So,
2: well, and know. and even my mom, you know, she was she's always been very independent, even when she was married to my dad, and um, but it was still interesting to see her with that mindset of no, you're staying home until. You're married, you know, yeah. even if it's college. You can drive. It's not that far. And I'm like, but you don't understand. It's going to be easier to yeah. live on campus. And I also
0: want to rage and have my own yeah, space. I'm
2: just, only 15
0: minutes away. <laughs> so this would a, be a safe place for me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. So you commuted. Did, I did. you like that?
2: I, I did. I was okay with it. I guess I kind of just came to accept it. Um, but then I, it was my junior year that I decided to move in. So I okay. said I'm just gonna take it alone. Yeah. I really wanna experience this before I, you know, graduate. Um, so I ended up moving in into the, you know, upperclassmen dorms and Yeah.
0: The one uh, over by the wreck? The or was that built no. by the no, that Yeah, that was, that built... was there, that okay. was there.
2: But those were like the senior apartments and they were okay. more expensive. So I ended <laughs> up moving to the one Culp. It's called Culp. Okay. Um so it's an older building and the floors were creaky and it, very, it felt very homey, but that's what I could do. So I was like, yeah, I'm moving in here. So I had a, 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 what do you call them, a roommate and she was great. So I did that for a year and then yeah. went back home. And I missed it.
0: Missed but... the, Did you do the commuting for the last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you got yeah. the college experience then a little bit. A
2: little bit. Yeah. I wish I would have gotten it from the very beginning. Um. But now I'm trying to tell my daughters. I've got two little girls, Selah and Eliana. Eliana is in kindergarten, and Selah is in preschool. And um, we're already talking about college. Oh, wow. Yeah, because the the oldest hears it at school. They talk about it, and she says, you know, I'm going to go to college, but I don't want to go far. Maybe I'll go to Goshen College. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) You know, let's just stay in Goshen and go to Goshen and stay home, and then you can just walk to school. And she was like, "Yeah, I'll do that."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Obviously, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. So, let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah.
0: So, would you go for uh, Goshen?
2: I studied broadcasting. Okay. And I have a minor in youth ministry.
0: Oh no way! Yeah. Oh no yeah. way! That's yeah. crazy. So, did you work for the um, the radio at all? Ninety um, one. One yeah one. i did okay. yep
2: that's where i started to see if this is what i was gonna like and i did i think um as soon as i touched the mic i was just like yep this is my thing i'm a hands-on <laughs> person i like to talk i like to be social yeah yeah there's no way i'm doing psychology because i i started with psychology major and i was taking all these psych classes and yeah. then um enl as well so i dropped both of those first year and i said no i'm staying in broadcasting and now
0: shifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's interesting do you think I mean, well, psychology classes probably helped you understand how to interview and talk to people on a, on a level, too. Just mm-hmm. that background, a little, just how people think or how to interact with people. Maybe not. I don't know. Just I think it would be interesting to see how those kind of combine.
2: Yeah, but. I I didn't I, I guess I didn't get too far into the psych classes, but um, I did take more in high school and I I think it did help just kind of learning a little bit of, of the mindset and the perspective on the emotions and. Um, psych my psych classes did come handy when I started, um, learning video, like film production, mm. you know, and how to use emotions to, um, create a message that's going to pull and tag the emotions and those kinds of things. That's what I like.
0: So. That's like, that's awesome. So that even like goes into marketing too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Wow. It's good um, how all those that. are kind of combined a uh-huh. bit. Yeah. Which is kind of what you're doing a little bit now, mm-hmm. right? You have like a mixture of things. What are you doing currently?
2: Well, let's see. So right now, <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Um,
0: Bullet point out. What yeah, no, yeah.
2: Number straight. one, let's see. My full-time job, I am currently at the Center for Healing and Hope in Goshen. And it's a medical clinic that provides um, health services to people that don't have any insurance. Okay. Um, So I joined there as a patient advocate in 2016, just because I like working with people, helping them. Um, And at the time, I couldn't go back into news reporting. That's what I used to do on TV and then radio. Um, So basically, I just I said, well, I need a job where it's um, accommodating to my family lifestyle with the girls, you know, being so little and the hours. So I was able to start Center for Healing and Hope, work with patients, and then I moved on to development. So that's um, more fundraising and
0: relationship building and maybe a little bit of marketing to let people know who they are, what they're about, Mm -hmm. um, in the sense of you're just like knowledge sharing, Mm -hmm. not more of like the, you know, creating graphics and designs and stuff.
2: Yeah, no, I I basically did... I did have a lot to do with marketing, but like you're saying, not on the hands-on side of things, but just like how do I tell the story yeah. of um, what's the message? Yeah. It's hard. It's a little bit challenging because the message is always the same, but when you want to get you know the donors to support a little bit more, you need to kind of have um, an update or some sort of twist. That's, call to action. Yeah, yeah, a call to action that's right. not the same one. Help us, you know, continue operations and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, So yeah, it's been fun. That's coming to an end uh, next week. So I'm excited about whatever comes next. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure it out. But out of all the other things that I do, I think maybe I can narrow down. Um, So the other thing that I do is um, on the side, I have a business called Connecting with YOLO. And that's my freelance, or as um, some people like to say, hustle, my side hustle, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Um, But my side hustle is um, I can get contracted for film commercials. um, And I'm pretty good at memorizing scripts and then just interviewing people. So um, I do that. I can do some cool voiceovers. You would never guess that I can have a really super sweet, quiet voice um, (laughs) to make you cry on a commercial, but I can. So um, yeah, I've done some narration, um, things like that just from home. So
0: yeah. Um, is that typically like you and a mic and a recording software? or mm-hmm. Do you do that on GarageBand? I do. Okay, yeah, this is all I done do. on GarageBand too. Yeah, it's a good tool. I'm a, it, it, like I don't know. A ton it's of doable
2: it. for me. So yeah.
0: it's pretty user friendly. And you plug in the mic and you hit record and it just goes. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's yep. crazy. So yeah. yeah. What else?
2: Um, let's see. What else? Um, I enjoy being an entrepreneur, obviously. So. Um, Through the Center for Healing and Hope, I launched um, a really great event that has turned into more than an event. It's turned into um, kind of a vision, and that's called Indiana Latino Business Expo.
0: Yeah.
2: And right, you know, maybe you heard it and it sounds like, oh, well, it's only for Latinos. It sounds very exclusive. It's actually the opposite, Mm -hmm. um, because there is a huge need for um, diversity and inclusion, um, and especially because I noticed that a lot of the businesses in the Latino culture, they're very competitive. And it's okay to be competitive, but they don't really talk to each other. And so when I noticed that, um, I was able to bring business owners together and I said, hey, I said, you know, we can grow stronger if we can help each other. And it's okay, it's okay to be competitive, but you need to still step out of your comfort zone and um, you know, meet the rest of the entrepreneur community, not just your own yeah and so somehow um people really were on the vision and they said okay and i said what would you guys think if we created an expo um and primary you know it's the focus is to help small local latino businesses from elkhart goshen south Bend, or mishawaka um, have a booth set up and all of this can be done in their own language so in spanish um, but we're partnering with the chambers, Goshen Chamber and Elkhart Chamber, and other chambers. Um, but um, the primary focus is to be a bridge of of the gap, I guess that there is, because the chambers have said that there is a small gap where um, yeah. they don't know how to reach out to the Latino entrepreneurs, how to, how they can be invited. So this this our hope is that this expo kind of bridges that gap, fills it in. Um, and that people eventually become comfortable to be part of, you know, the Chambers Expo, that they can move on to that. Um,
0: and get into the bigger. It almost sounds like there's such a small market that they're living in and when there's a huge market yes. around them that they're not even tapping into. Yes. And do you think that's just because of a cultural and a little bit of that? Well, I remember talking to someone at the Chamber a couple of years ago, and they said out of the 500 Latino businesses, only two of them are registered at the Chamber. Mm-hmm and that's crazy yeah there are 500 companies in this area doing business only two of them are actually registered with the chamber not that you have to be registered with the chamber but that's a great resource to you know promote your business and connect with others in the community and stuff so yeah
2: that's that is the case and it's also like you said cultural because in latin america a chamber of commerce is part of a government Mm. um thing and here it's It's a nonprofit organization that is just there to serve and help businesses. So I think when they come here and they hear Chamber of Commerce, they're like, oh, it's a government thing. You know, get away from it or they're just not attracted to it. So there's been a lot of educational that I've a lot of education that I've had to do in letting them know what the chamber is here, what their role is. They're not here to you know, ask you so many questions, they're there to help you explore your options of growth in your business or how to start it and things like that. Yeah. And then the other um, educational point that I realized three years ago I had to do was show them the purpose of an expo. Sounds crazy, but people were like, well, if I can't sell my things at this expo, what's the point of it? And um, then that became more like, man, we got more work than I thought we had to do because um, It's very easy to see as any entrepreneur you want the immediate result right away. Some but sometimes we forget that you need to stick around longer and just kinda wait. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so we've had to do that educational with the planning committee and then that's where I rely on the chambers to say, Hey, you guys, what do you think about this? What um workshops are you guys doing or can you provide? And then that's how we partner. So it's been interesting. It's been a really good turnout. Um, and this year will be held Wednesday, June seventeenth, at the RV Hall of Fame. So I'm excited Ooh. to see that. Yeah. Ooh,
0: where's the past events been at?
2: The past ones have been at Everance Financial. Okay. Um, and then we outgrew 15? that space. Yep. On yep. fifteen. Yep. Um, and then the second one was um, at Ivy Tech last okay. year, Community College. Yep. We outgrew that space. And so now we're like, okay, well we. I don't think we're gonna outgrow the RV Hall of Fame, so let's just do it there. Well, let's hope you guys do. I, I hope so that too, but it's sick. just it's a lot to fill. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's exciting.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's a huge move right there. And mm-hmm. That's big. That's a little bit more central to both the like Michigan part, the Elkhart part, and the Goshen part. Yeah, because both of those. Well, I guess Ivy Tech was more of in the Elkhart area, but yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It, What other jobs do you have on your... (laughs) Oh,
2: man. I can't remember the other ones. I'm sure I got another one. Yeah. Um,
0: Broadcasting? uh, Bilingual reporter? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, that one I was doing... A few months ago, I was doing news in Spanish for a local radio station. So it was a one-weekly... a friday newscast in the morning and in the evening where i just kind of said this is what happened the most important things that happened over the week um so i did that in spanish and that i did that for three years and then i um ended that in december so that i could move on to other projects and yeah um, but i got the experience so
0: that's super cool too yeah Yeah. well i that is huge is the experience part sounds like you have so many different things going i do kids and kids
2: (laughs) I try to yeah
0: and you dance
2: <laughs> and i dance oh and i'm uh i'm serving on the um what's that called the community relations commission okay. um so that's been another interesting thing that i'm just exploring to see um in my passion and building relationships in the community you know am, am i enjoying that and i am so that's in the evenings once a month um but i think that's about it that's yeah all I
0: what's today. that entail just Is that more like a Goshen centralized thing? Yeah,
2: that's part of the city of Goshen. Um, So the Community Relations Commission and their mission is to promote um, diversity and to eliminate discrimination. Yeah. Um, So we kind of serve as the safe place where people, if they face some sort of discrimination, they can come to us. And then our commission... Um, listens and and can make recommendations for the people as far as where to go to report a case or
1: um,
2: we also just provide um, community conversations so um, that's for the public so um, we had some in the fall and those were success like
0: goshen high school yeah yeah Yeah, i I was i was i didn't go to it um i thought it was one day and I went the the next day and Mm -hmm. that was the wrong time i was like oh dang it wrong day i know wrong day (laughs) If it's not on my calendar, if it's in my brain, odds are I'm not going to show up. Yeah. or I'll show up at the wrong time. <laughs> same it's same here. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> have um. That's cool because one, you're finger finger on the pulse for all community issues. Do you talk to government officials then in Goshen about things that you find from that monthly meeting?
2: Yeah, we have a um a city council liaison um and that would be Julia King who sits oh, there. Yeah, she's great. She is. She's phenomenal. Um, so that's our liaison. so if there's something that we want to take to you know the broader council, then she we can just tell her and she's there to listen. Um, the mayor also steps in sometimes in some of those meetings cool. so, yeah, that's nice that he's involved that way.
0: Yeah, Jeremy's mm-hmm. awesome.
2: He's amazing. Yeah,
0: he's super great.
2: I told him, you need to be the mayor forever and ever. <laughs> like, don't ever step down. <laughs>
0: I, I'm not really sure on term limits and stuff, but if it's possible, then yes, 100%. Yeah,
2: I, I wouldn't know either. I
0: wouldn't know either. I'm not like, I have no clue. But yeah. I know Kaufman was a mayor. there was a previous mayor. Uh-huh. And he was a mayor for a while. Yeah. So... Yeah.
2: Maybe there isn't any.
0: I hope so. Oh, <laughs> it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I don't yeah. know. But for Jeremy, he's a good... He's really great. Very yeah. personable. Like, he's so oh, he's Oh,
2: he's so... It's amazing how he just relates to the community. You know, he is very professional. Yep. But he he gets on your level and he says, like, what do you need?
0: Yeah. Very authentic. Um, like, you can very, make that connection. Yeah. I love it because he is, like you said, professional, but there's a little bit of wild to him. And I think that... Like describe Scotian as yep. a whole so well, you know, like this. We're professional. We're a thriving community, but we're a little wild. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's I would awesome. Agree. I would agree with that. How long have you been on that committee for?
2: I think it's almost going to be a year. Okay. Okay.
0: I was going to ask. I wondered if um, this is just me spitballing, but if things have uh, worsened since our president uh mm-hmm. and things have been emboldened or people have been emboldened by that so more mm-hmm. discrimination has happened or if it hasn't that's things i wonder i've talked to a lot of different people just to hear what their thoughts and processes are specifically in the latino community in goshen mm-hmm. if they have felt more discrimination because of our president or not but I don't know, i've don't i never got a clear answer so
2: yeah i i would say that's definitely an answer like a yes just yeah. because you know this president um He's he's very hateful sometimes in the way that he just talks about um, you know different cultures. So there has been more anxiety. Um, we've seen a lot of people, um, especially at the clinic, that are just afraid of going out, or mm. they don't even you know go to their doctor appointment. They miss it because they're just afraid. Really. Um, so I think we have seen a little bit more people just kind of stay inside and not be trustworthy
0: yeah i wonder if that's also media too oh yeah it's a lot
2: and mexican media doesn't help really because the mexican media the big channels like Univision and um, other channels they just love to talk about the worst things that are happening and ice and all that kind of stuff so it doesn't help
0: yeah (laughs) i know that's yeah that doesn't well i mean that's what gets people listening too yeah yeah that's uh, we've exactly. seen that uh with uh, like the I don't know the stuff that's been shared on Facebook they saw on an algorithm that came came across it's like Facebook was promoting stuff that uh made people engage in anger mm. uh, because there was more engagement therefore they could sell more ads because more people were like looking at those articles. Mm-hmm. They've changed the algorithm since, but that was a huge thing because they crazy. just saw that this the human nature like thrives on that. Jeez. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, that's a yeah. little really scary.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is crazy.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I know, I mean, I I mean, I mean, have my biases, but I think Goshen is a place that has been, um, you know, more inclusive and like, there's not as much a sheltering from maybe the broader outside uh, hatred. That's that. You see in other places. Mm -hmm. I lived in Florida for a year. Um What? What? Yeah. What? Why'd you come here? It's cold. As I'm looking out (laughs) at the snow, I wonder the same thing. I came back in November and then we had the polar vortex the next like couple months last year. Oh, that was awful. But um there's no place like home. Yeah. There's no place like home. That's true. And the people here in Goshen. The it doesn't matter where you go, the scenery might be better, but it's all about the people. Yep. That's and true. I really do love Goshen. I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. So, but yeah, when I was in Florida, I just saw, um, it was just a little bit more raw. And I think here it's a little bit more of a safer place. Mm-hmm. So just interesting. It's good to get out and see different things, but yeah. I wondered if the climate had been affected by.
2: Well, and I you think, know, you know, like to yeah. your last comment, um, I think the reason why there's more of an influx of immigrants in Goshen is because people know that Goshen is a welcoming city. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. And you know, part jobs. of jobs yes i was gonna too. say part of it is the jobs too and then they have family mm-hmm. and you know people want to be closer to their family but yeah um, i think the fact that goshen is seen from what i have heard as well as more of an inclusive city and safer and that um people talk great about the mayor um, of goshen and um i do think all that has something to do with yeah, more influx of immigrants in Goshen. That's yeah. a good thing for us.
0: I think it's a great thing. I don't know, uh what was it like a year ago or two years ago when we had like fourteen thousand open jobs in this community? It was yeah. like that is crazy. Yeah. You know, maybe it was two thousand sixteen. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, it's it's just, you know, that's that's great. And I think um a lot of people who are residents of Goshen, like I grew up here from like when I was three, you know. And so I've just always been in the community where it's just immigrants and everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My next door neighbors, I always tell this story. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but my next door neighbors were uh, Hispanic. I didn't know they were Hispanic. They were just neighbors mm-hmm. growing up. You know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's like it wasn't a different culture they they had really good tacos and I loved hanging out with them and yeah. but they were just neighbors you know yeah. and so I think of the next generation that are growing up here, just used to it so mm-hmm. but I don't
2: and know. you know my kids are growing in that you know yeah. they're growing up seeing so much diversity and and I love it I know that there's gonna be a day where you know they're gonna be faced with well you know why is your skin color different than mine or you know maybe a oh, bad word is going to be shared, but I think in the meantime, I love that she's growing up, that they're both growing up in, in a very diverse community, and um, Yeah.
0: Yeah it's cool yeah, i don't know what, why we got the loss in that <laughs> i can get lost into that rabbit hole a whole lot but yeah it's, yeah it's interesting so i yeah we don't have to talk too much politics i, I don't know if you want yeah, to, talk, to no. i could talk politics no. but it's <laughs> i have all these different thoughts and, and processes on on politics it's crazy and yeah. we're right in this election cycle too and I so know. it's like oh my word so yeah. um quick question have you ever met mayor pete
2: I have not. Oh, uh, I, I, I met
0: him once a couple of years ago, so that's like my claim to fame. Yeah, there <laughs> so you go. Says, and then starts talking politics. I'm like, oh, I met Mayor
2: Pete. He's cool. So, are you uh, supportive of Mayor Pete? Um,
0: uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me. I I think I like a lot of his stuff. There's some stuff I don't like. Um, he said some. There's a little bit of like elitism with him, and so I get a little worried about that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. Yeah out of all of the people on the debate stage currently, and there was a debate that happened last night. Don't know if you followed it or not. I would probably would lean more towards mayor Pete than any of the other democratic nominees right now. Okay. So yeah.
2: Wow. Good to know. Yeah. I've not been keeping up with those debates. I just go to bed early. It's a,
0: it's a crap show. (laughs) It is crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Going to bed early is the wise decision. Yeah. It's not worth your time to bed. Yeah. But yeah. That's funny. So, uh, that's, so you're doing a thousand different things now. Um, But between Goshen College and where you're at now, what have you done to get to where you're at? That's a pretty loaded question. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, well, in in my last years of college, um, I was just so focused on getting my dream job. So I um, went to work right away into the industry of broadcasting. So as a junior, I got my first internship um, that wasn't paid, but I was like, (laughs) It's fine. I just want to, you know, get practice in. I know I'm going to get hired afterwards. So I um, interned at Fox 28 when I was around. Now it's no longer there. Um, It was bought out by another channel. Mm. Um, But yeah, it was a great experience. I did um, the summer internship and then I still kept interning when I came back in the fall for classes. Um, But then I got hired soon after, just like I was hoping, Um, and so I worked the cameras for the, um, the anchors and that was a fun experience.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was like, yeah, no pressure. You know, (sighs) just look at this camera right here. And then I had to run to the other camera for the different angle and, you know, then back to the other one. And then sometimes I would need to run prompter. And so if you're not with them or, you know, you blink a little, then you can be really off and then they're like, you know, (laughs) so. (laughs) yeah that was a really fun experience
0: what was like what would you do for the prompt did you have to like make sure the next things were up as they were saying it or- yeah was it like a, this is what's showing right now, and you have the next one about loaded, ready to go, or how? I it was
2: both. That- it was, I needed, yeah, I had two computers, so one of them was what's actually being read, so I mm-hmm. needed to keep up with them, and then the other computer had what's coming up. Wow. So, yeah, it was pretty nerve-wracking, but I think I, I survived. Yeah. I was still hired, and I was still there, so <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, um, so then after Fox, um. I did have an overlap where I said, "Well, now I want to try radio news," and I interned at um, WFRN Christian Radio yeah. in Elkhart. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I and I go way back with um, Doug and Mincy when yeah. I was um, a Doug freshman. And in the
0: morning. Yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. When I that's was, what my mom listens to twenty four seven. Does she so, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's funny. That's their, I'm sure their key demographic is uh women who are over the age of 35 (laughs) or something like that yeah yep Uh,
2: and a lot of the stay-at-home moms i just turn on the radio because you got safe music and all that stuff so um i built a really good relationship with them and then um i ended up getting hired by wfrn when i was interning with them to do uh, radio news Mm. so their news director was leaving at the time and they needed someone so i said i'll take it and they said yeah you know we love that so I would go in at two in the morning and um, prepare the first newscast which had to go live at five and then five thirty. so every 30 minutes up until 7 a.m
0: wow so
2: i did that and it was i loved the fast-paced and everything that had to go into refreshing the news and then switching the order um, and then um, after the last newscast at seven i would drive to goshen for my class so I did that, yeah, up until my senior year.
0: That's a grind. Yeah. Those are two, Goshen College and WFRN are two completely different worlds.
2: Very. <laughs> very. It's like the two complete
0: <laughs> extreme opposites. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So you got like, oh, that is such a crazy. That's so crazy. I don't yeah. know. It's like you're getting education from both. Yeah. But they're two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Was that, did that conflict a little bit? Oh, or... it did. Yeah. It
2: did. Um, but I think, you know, friend, they knew me well enough. They knew my values mm-hmm. um, that it was, it, it was even kind of hard for me when I lived on campus to really kind of, you know, fit in just because of my values.
0: Interesting. Um. So... You're not the first person who's told me that.
2: Yeah, well, that's from, good. Who, who went to I Goshen felt.
0: College? Who, that is, is very, if you're not uh, a Pennsylvania Mennonite, you yes. don't fit in at Goshen College. Yep. And so, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. You know, yeah. Because they do push a lot of inclusive and, you know, it's a safe place. And I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of people who have not, I don't want to go on, but yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I've heard that before.
2: So. Yeah. And I grew up, you know, with my mom, not super conservative, but, you know, like I do. I do believe some things, like we were talking in, in politics a little bit, you know, I do believe pro-life, you know. Yeah. I I don't like to, I, I respect people's viewpoints who are like, well, no, women should be able to choose. Like, I totally respect it. Yeah. I don't like to influence others and in what they choose, but my personal opinion is I love life. Yeah. So, like, for example, you know, at, at the university, it was a little bit different. Yeah. A lot of people had different point of views. And so when I got hired at WFRN, Um, I think they felt very safe knowing where I was coming from. But, but yeah, I did have to kind of just push through that a little bit that, hey, you know, this, where I'm studying doesn't identify me. It's just what identifies me. It's who I am. It's my traits. It's my personality. It's not my job. It's not the university. It's not anything. It's you know, you should get to know me based on my personality and that's right. what you need to accept type of thing. That's
0: who I, that's so. so, yeah. Yeah. And don't put me in a category. Yeah, no. Get to know me <laughs> as an individual. I yeah. love that though. Yeah. Okay. So you said your dream job was a broadcaster. Would you say your dream job is a broadcaster now?
2: It still is. Oh, yeah. It still is. I just, I love storytelling. I love journalism. Um, being able to portray a story with video, it's very impactful. Yeah. Um, and it's changing now. Um, I think, um, when I left the broadcasting industry, they were just starting, some channels were just starting to get backpacks for reporters. Mm. So you no longer had your videographer. They cut out videographers, and you now have a backpack where you put the camera by yourself yep. and you stand and then you record yourself and then you send that in. Yep. Um, I've seen that. So. That's what it is now. You write, you edit, you interview, you do it all. It's all in one. It's all one yeah. man band.
0: One man band. Mm-hmm. So do you think your future is going to be incorporating some of that?
2: Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. yeah, I um I, d- I would like to go to that, but I think there's just more. There's other opportunities and storytelling through marketing. Mm. Um, that's also where I'm passionate. So who knows? So after you know leaving the great experience at Center for Healing and Hope, um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. But I'm definitely positive I'm going to start videoing some, something. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, well see. Well,
0: one, you're connected with so many businesses. Two, you're a, a local name that people trust and value and, you know, they, can, they, like, I, they relate with it, you. And mm-hmm. so those are two massive aspects and you're good at marketing and you've been in broadcasting. So mm-hmm. you're just going to like, I, I can see it. You're going <laughs> to smash out. It's going to be so sick. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: I'm excited. I've, I've not been in this position where, Uh, I don't like to feel unprepared, like have the next thing not set up, but this is one that I'm just like, well, I feel like, you know, (laughs) I just need to, you know, put a closure to this chapter and take some time off to dedicate to myself and kind of see what I want to do because I'm doing so many things, but I want to see what's the next challenge. I am very goal driven. So I need, um, a new bigger goal. I need like a bigger challenge and then, yeah. So we'll see what that is. I
0: don't know what it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool too. Cause you said you, you went for youth ministry and broadcasting and it sounds like a lot of that's played through your timeline mm-hmm. of to where you're at now. Mm-hmm. And I can see something in the future for that as yeah. well. You know, ministry, maybe not ministry, but like the, the fact that you're helping people out and you care about people and then also broadcasting and a little bit of marketing. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's so sick.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I forgot that I I had intern at the Crossing at one point when I was in college too. So when I had the two internships, Fox W. Friend overlapping, I also did like a few months of the Crossing, (laughs) you know, for (laughs) you for youth ministry. Oh my goodness! And I remember one at one point I was just like dead. I just could not get up from bed, and I missed you know that whole day of class, and I was just like I give up. I was like I can't do all this and. (laughs) Um, my mom came in she's like what's wrong with you you know get up come on you got this I'm like I can't okay' I can't. I'm so worn out <laughs> um but, what's
0: your resume look like I'm sure it can't fit all on one page no I like... have
2: different ones so I have a resume <laughs> that's you know specifically broadcasting and a resume that's like uh, ministry slash you know whatever else falls into that so yeah yeah it's it, it was a crazy experience but I yeah, after that experience, I was just like, well, if I did that and school and I graduated, you know, I can do anything else. So 100%.
0: Yeah. 100%.
2: That was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life and I survived.
0: So, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and you, yeah, so the next, and everything's going to be easier because you've done the hard things. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that if you do the hard thing now, it's going to be, everything just gets easier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's why, I mean, I love challenges and I think, Uh, you know high school built me to that stage because of the you know the different sports that I was doing everything was challenging yeah and I think that's where I really appreciate the sports that came in handy like you know it's discipline and it's you know get yourself up and
0: yeah you put the grind in now and you'll see the results Mm -hmm. later it goes back to sowing those seeds you know back to that business expo where you know you have to communicate with people and market yourself for the potential sales later Mm -hmm. and that's that's just that grind
2: I like the grind. The grind. Oh, that's yeah. so
0: sick. We're up we're already almost at, at peak time. Almost. Well, can fast. you see how can you see how I could go for three hours? Yes. Yeah.
2: That does not feel like forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it feels it's... like it was just like fifteen.
0: Boom, Like that's that. That's crazy. Alright, so I have two questions for yes. you. Um, one, what's your favorite social media?
2: Favorite social media, mm, I really like Facebook, but I'm into TikTok now.
0: Oh. I know it's embarrassing.
2: No. Don't it's ask not. me more about that.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what, well yeah TikTok awesome and then two what's your favorite food spot in Goshen
2: ooh that's a hard one I love Indian food mm-hmm. um, so Indian is I'd say like my number one and then my other number one would be Mexican food um, I don't cook it you would think I cook a lot of Mexican food but I don't so I miss it um, so am I supposed to say like a name of a, of a restaurant well, like the Indian or, spot obviously
0: okay. is probably Maple City I mean I could maybe not
2: well, Maple Indian for Maple the India. Indian, yep. um, and then for Mexican food, I would say um, the new place that's called Tacos del Portal. Their food is amazing.
0: Oh, over by the Walmart. Yes. I love it. Yes. Uh, their cup of corn. Oh yes. Oh, uh, and they're. They know what them.
2: they're doing. It's yeah. good.
0: I went to. Um, I forget. It's it's a grocery sp- on Main Street over by past Olympia, over farther, mo- almost to like the American Legion, in, in inside of there. Is a place to get tacos and it is yeah. fire too. Yeah, I I've never
2: had tacos there, but
0: really, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I get other stuff there too, but I go for their tacos nice. on Thursdays. Nice, It's, just, it's killer. So, nice. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the tacos al portal, portal is is because cool. weren't they also the taco? Yes. Truck. The over, truck, over, and over then by. they
2: opened up their restaurant. And I had never tasted tacos from their truck, but um, they're good. Yeah, are they? I can verify. Okay, okay. I have
0: walked from this house to that taco truck just to get their tacos. Really?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never, never done that. Oh,
0: that's it. So, okay, where can we find you on Facebook? Where can we find you on TikTok?
2: Oh man! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just don't laugh at my TikTok videos, okay? I get bored sometimes, and I just have some fun with that. that's Um,
0: (laughs) That's the storytelling and videography and the marketing that happens. It's great.
2: Um. So TikTok, I think it's just Yolo Lopez DeMarco. Try that. I okay. can't remember. Yeah. I'm pretty new to this. That's um, a good. And then Facebook, Yolo Lopez DeMarco. Um, that's my personal and um the the public, which is not very active right now. It's the Yolo Lopez Perez bilingual reporter. Okay. So, yeah, I'd say go like that one if you want to see what I'm going to do next. Yep. I'm not sure, but I'm sure I will announce it on that page um, and then maybe start putting more fresh content. But my personal one, I upload a lot of pictures of my girls. So if you like little cute faces. They are cute. Yeah, yeah. just scroll and, yeah, be my friend.
0: Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We'll do thank one you. where we can actually sit down and just have a, a deep conversation, too. Yes. We just got, we just got started. So we good. just scratched the surface. Yeah. That's
2: Yolo's life in, like, 45 minutes. In a nutshell. That's <laughs> in a nutshell.
0: It. I love it. Well, yeah. Yolo, thank you so much for coming over. Thank
2: you, Timon. Awesome.
0: And there you have it. Another Timmins Podcast in the books. Guys, thanks so much for listening uh, and supporting this podcast. Uh, make sure to go ahead and uh, subscribe, follow, like, rate, all that fun stuff. Um, follow YOLO. She's awesome on social media, Facebook, TikTok. Follow me on Twitter. My personal Twitter is NIMPSTJ at uh tj and TJ. Or Timmins podcast. All one word, Timmons Podcast, all one word. do little clips and marketing promos from there. So uh, more social medias to come. I talked to Pooj. Shout out to Pooj. You know who you are. She was telling me that she would love to see me on YouTube. So I'm going to get that coming around here soon. Working on a podcast studio down in my basement. That'll be dope as can be. So, um, yeah, guys, I just really appreciate all the support and love and and things I'm getting. And just want to support you guys. Uh, one massive thing would be to, to be, to be one massive thing for me would for you guys to support the, those people supporting me, uh, specifically our newest sponsor from head to vote. Absolutely. Can't believe people gave me money to talk about them. So that's cool. Hey, more podcasts coming, keep crushing it and stay blessed.